Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. What's up, guys? It's Nikki Arden, travel agent of Pineapple Escapes, and you are listening to the Travel Tidbits podcast. I am joined with Pineapple Escapes owner, Jamie Weidel. Hey. (laughs) And fellow agent, Samantha Harris. Hey, guys. So we have a treat for you guys. We are bringing back our hot pineapple debate to discuss two Disney-themed parties, specifically Halloween parties. We're going to talk about the Oogie Boogie Bash at Disneyland and the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party located at Walt Disney World. So it's, it's West Coast versus the East Coast. <laughs> Samantha will tell us all about the Oogie Boogie Bash, and so Jamie will discuss Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And then I get the impossible task of choosing a quote-unquote winner. And, and I say winner in quotes because, as you guys know, there's really no loser in our debates. Both parties are spectacular, you know, in their own ways. And regardless of which party you choose, you and your family will have an amazing time. We just really love debates and arguing with each other. So, <laughs> so Samantha, I'm gonna, you're going to go first and tell me all about the Oogie Boogie Bash. The Oogie Boogie Bash is at the California Adventure Park in um, Disneyland in California. This was my first trip to Disneyland. So not only was the Oogie Boogie Bash my first party there, but it was my first experience with Disneyland or California Adventure overall. So it was a treat for me. If you've you know heard me speak much about our universal trips in the summer, I despise Florida heat. And so California wins, you know, on the weather, hands down. (laughs) It was very nice weather. It made the day much more enjoyable than than the heat. So it was kind of, you know, it got kind of cool at night. I think we had sweatshirts on a few nights while we were there. So um, that's my preference. But it really sets the the ambiance in the evening when you've got a little chilly weather and you were at a Halloween party. So that's good. It does. So last year when Andrew and I went to Boobash, we had an amazing time, but he wore his Halloween costume for like two pictures because he was he was sweating and miserable and he's like he didn't want his costume on. So definitely it was much more comfortable in California than Orlando. For me, that's my preference. If you like the hot weather and don't want to wear a sweatshirt, you're going to prefer Orlando. But for the party, um, the biggest difference, I really enjoyed the treat trails. They had characters, meet and greets on your treat trail. So while you were trick-or-treating, you stood in line, you trick-or-treated, you got candy at one station, you went to the next station, got more candy, ran across a few villains in their costumes, got some more candy. And all the while, you stood in line one time for this. And so there were several queues throughout the evening spaced out where you could do this, but you were not in separate lines for the treats and for the characters. Speaking of treats, if you are a health guru, the treats on the snack trails in California, they offered up carrots and okay, wheat crackers and grapes. And there was some candy mixed in, but 
I definitely might have traded my grapes for some Snickers with one of the other agents because she was enjoying the healthy food much more than I was. <laughs> but, you know, you, you don't have a night full of just sugar. So they do incorporate some healthy snacks, which I feel like is more of a, a West Coast than an <laughs> East Coast thing. <laughs> and I'm sure they have like allergy friendly options too, right? I did not notice any. Okay. Um, I do not have any food allergies, so I did not research that, those options, but we did not notice the options being allergy-friendly like okay. they are in Orlando. So that okay. is, you know, if you do have the food allergies, you definitely want to reach out. One of us will research that for you, but you definitely want to take that into consideration before choosing which party you attend. Costumes. I want to talk about the costumes. So the characters... Okay. We're in their Halloween costumes and Donald Duck dressed up as a candy corn was the highlight of my week. <laughs> he was super cute. I never got a picture with him because he always was darting out of the picture lines whenever we saw him and the lines were closed. So I didn't get a picture with him, but I really kind of stalked him the days that we were there because I wanted a picture with Donald Duck in his candy corn costume. But not only were the characters dressed in costumes, there were more adults decked out in Halloween costumes there than I have ever seen in Orlando at Disney World. This really felt more like an adult party, family-friendly. It was not a Halloween Horror Nights vibe. It was a family-friendly vibe, but there were definitely more older people without kids than just younger kids like Orlando tends to gravitate more towards families. So I feel like it was a lot more locals just hanging out for the weekend with their friends. But almost every adult that we passed, men included, dressed as Wreck-It Ralph, The Incredibles. I mean, we had, there was just so many costumes. It was really fun to just kind of sit back and, and watch all the adults that came through in their Halloween costumes. It really was a more, Disneyland just, I really feel like elevates the entire Halloween experience, unlike I have experienced in Disney World. Okay. What about, do they have like um, specialty treats? You you did, you mentioned treats a little bit, but do they have that or, you know, obviously, so, so when you say treats, they're, as part of the party, you get complimentary treats. And then I guess candy is, so no. Okay. So what are, so can you describe the treats? Like, you know, you have specialty treats and other things. So what are the kind of things that you guys were able to get? So when I was referring to the treat trail, it was like the trick or treat trail. So it okay. was it was the candy and then okay. the maybe like little bags of grapes or little bags of carrots that they handed out on the treat trail, which is your trick or treat trail. Okay. If you're talking like treats or purchase, they did right. have, you know, your specialty treats and drinks like the I got a mini witch shake, which was a mint chocolate chip shake with some Oreos, as many ears and some orange M&Ms and, you know, some different treats that were available that were Halloween specific that were available for purchase. But no, with the, with the parties, you don't get the specific like treats handout like you do at the after hours events compared to like Boo Bash that I experienced last year. Right, right. After our, then that's one of the things that it's good to differentiate with Disney, they have they have parties and then they have after hour events. And those are two separate 
events. And so it is really good to keep in mind that, you know, when you're speaking with your agent about what type of special events you want to attend, it's really nice, you know, to, uh, you want to make sure that you differentiate between the two different types because there are. So with Halloween and, you know, Samantha has mentioned Boo Bash, that was an after hours event at Walt Disney World that they offered last year. They did not have the party last year. They had the after hours events. This year, it's the opposite. They have the party and they don't have the after hour events. So I guess that is a good thing to mention because they have after hour events year round. Just they have them certain themes. They have them at different parks. They're starting to bring them back. They're trickling in different after hour events throughout the year. Post-COVID, they put a hold on them. So now they're starting to bring them back out. And, you know, that was my question about the the full-size treats, complimentary. It's not, I just wanted to, you know, verify if Oogie Boogie Bash was similar to the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party and the fact that they don't have the full-size treats complimentary like they do at the after-hours event. That was the that was the point I was trying, or the, the question that I had. So thank you for for verifying. Yes. So last year when we went to Boo Bash, which was the after hours event, they had the Mickey snack bars, ice cream bars, popcorn, sodas. Those were not included in either the Oogie Boogie Bash or Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. So you do want to make sure that if you went to Boo Bash last year, that you're not comparing the same experience because you're not going to get the same experience. They're two different parties. Okay. Awesome. So what about like shows, parades? What what does Oogie Boogie Bash offer in those type of areas? So the shows and parades they had, they did have the villains parade at night for the Halloween party. That was a good time. The rides, so the Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout had a different theme that was going on for the Halloween party, more of a Halloween theme. They did start that a few hours before the party started. So if you were there that day, but didn't have a party ticket, you could still experience that before you left. Okay, that's cool. And also, you know, side note, because it was not a part of the party, but Haunted Mansion is at Disneyland Park. And it also had a Nightmare Before Christmas overlay for the Halloween season. And we rode that twice while we were there because it was it was my favorite thing. And I mean, Haunted Mansion, once I like it, but I ride it once each trip and then I don't have to ride it again. But we rode this one twice because seeing the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay on there was something so unlike any other Haunted Mansion that I've ridden. And it was really a neat thing to experience. So I did enjoy that. I highly recommend riding Haunted Mansion, even though it's not part of the party experience, if you're at the park that day and can hop over to Disneyland, I really enjoyed the Halloween overlay at Haunted Mansion. Yeah, so this is where you and I are different, where you say you can you can ride Haunted Mansion once and you're done for the trip. I, yeah, every time I am in Disneyland or Disney World, I have to ride. Like every time I'm in, in Magic Kingdom, it doesn't matter if I've already been to Magic Kingdom twice on one trip, I will right on a mansion <laughs> and the same with Disneyland. So that's how we're different. But I like that you can, um, that's the one good thing about Disneyland and California adventure is that it's walkable. You can go from one park to the next. And so you could go to Oogie Boogie or go to Disneyland, ride your nightmare before Christmas on a mansion, and then go to your boogie bash, Oogie yeah. Boogie bash. So that's kind of neat. 
Yeah. And then while you're in California Adventure, you want to make sure that you walk through Cars Land because all of the Cars characters are out with their Halloween costumes and the pumpkins and even the cones are have like look like jack-o'-lanterns. So even the cones had like jack-o'-lantern carved faces. And I'm really interested in knowing and fun to walk through at night. I'm really interested in knowing like how a car can be have a Halloween costume. So I can't wait to see your pictures for that. <laughs> we have some. Yeah. Awesome. Do they have like special shows for Oogie Boogie Bash? While you're at Oogie Boogie Bash, um, walk through the Villains Grove and you're kind of walking through a trail area that kind of feels a little bit wooded. Um, It's probably a nice place during the daytime to escape a little bit of the crowds and, you know, maybe kind of step back a little bit when you need a moment. But the Villains Grove, so you're walking through this kind of wooded area and they have all these light projections and there's like just the different lights in the in ghost like projections and stuff that's walking through kind of the trees areas. Um, and that was pretty neat to walk through. And it had the line for Villains Grove seemed like it was two miles long. Like we just kept walking and walking and walking to get to the end of this line. And so we get to the end of the line. I'm like, can you just tell us an estimate? Like, is this line three hours long? They're like, oh, it's 30 minutes. Like, so don't let the line length kind of discourage you because it did me. I'm like, I really don't want to walk through this. I'm going to go find a snack and wait (laughs) for you guys. But it was worth it. And where you walk through it, the line just keeps moving at a walking pace. So we were in line all in all with the line and a walk through. It was probably 30 minutes. So don't let that discourage you because it was worth walking through. And even though it looks like it's five hours long, it was not five hour long line. That's nice. So it's kind of like like a, a walkthrough version of like a haunted trail with like, you know, projections. That that's that's really neat. And I think that's one of the things I like about Disneyland and California Adventure is the fact that they have a lot of trees. They make it seem kind of wooded. They make it, you know, which I think in turn helps with like the temperature, you know, because I mean in California it is it's hot, you know. I say hot, but it's nice, you know, warm temperatures for most of the year. So, you know, it does provide a lot of shade. So that's nice. Before you turn it over to Jamie, I do want to point out that my favorite part of it was getting to meet the Sanderson sisters. So that is a new thing because of the new Hocus Pocus 2 that comes out Ooh, tomorrow as of date of recording this. I don't know when it's going to air, but it comes out tomorrow. And I'm super excited about that. And I had on my costume, and so I was super excited to get my pictures made with the Sanderson sisters. That's exciting. Yeah, because that's neat. That's really neat. And I am also excited for the Hocus Pocus 2 to premiere. So that's really neat that you can meet them, meet all three sisters, which is... So is it kind of like, you know, back in, in Disney world you can meet the stepsisters cinderella stepsisters do they have the same kind of personality as the stepsisters well in all fairness it really wasn't the sanderson sisters so it was minnie and her friends dressed up in sanderson costumes oh that's okay so that's even better i think (laughs) 
So Minnie and I had the same costume on and we were both very happy about that. Man, I love that. I love that. That's so cute. So what other type of interesting characters do they have at Oogie Boogie Bash and in, in, um, California Adventure that, you know, that you haven't seen before, you know, in Orlando? Well, they had Oogie Boogie for starters. And then I don't want to tread on Jamie's in comparison, the um, Disneyland versus Disney World parties. But so they do have, um, there was Oogie Boogie and the Sanderson sisters, Jack and Sally, Ernesto, Madame so, Mim. So yeah, Ernesto from Coco. So he's mm-hmm. a villain. Oh, that's neat. Let's see if they had Ernesto. This is just my curiosity. Is he a, like a face character? Does he talk? Yes, he was talking. Okay. He was was singing. Oh, wow. Even better. So he's, you know, because, you know, with like Mickey and Minnie, those are, you know, they don't speak, you know. Okay. So I was just wondering if they're speaking characters, kind of like, you know, kind of like the stepsisters. Okay, cool. So, yeah, their focus was on the the villains and not the princesses, which really gave it a fun Halloween vibe. Yeah. Because, you know, you get to see the princesses anytime you're at Disney World. And even though Mickey and Minnie or Donald and Goofy have on Halloween costumes, they're still Mickey, Minnie, Donald and Goofy. So seeing the villains at the party um, at the Oogie Boogie Bash was it was a fun treat because it's not something that you get to experience every trip. Right. I like that. Well, thank you so much. I think that you have really given me a lot to think about, about, you know, this party. It sounds a lot of fun. So Jamie, tell me all about Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. I've been before, but I haven't been recently. I've been, it was 2018, the last time I went to the Halloween party. So I know that, you know, things change and get better with every year. So tell me about the the Halloween party at Walt Disney World. Well, I think I need to kind of put a disclaimer in. I was with Samantha at <laughs> Boogie Bash. So I, I think that that needs to be known. But the week before, I went to this year's Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party with my family. And I had been previously. And last year, I was at Boo Bash. So I kind of have experience with all of the different parties. And I think that Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party at Walt Disney World is the best, and here's why. So I'll go through all the points that Samantha made and give a little counterbalance. So first of all, she does talk about the weather, and while she's going to win on this one, because Orlando in September and October still is horrifying. It's still awful. Um, It actually rained at the (laughs) Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party that we were at. So we were soaking wet and then hot. So definitely California wins as far as weather. I'll give her that one for sure. And it's, you know, it's hurricane season. So there is that. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Let's not even talk about that right now. That's kind of what, (laughs) as of recording, that's kind of what we're dealing with. And yeah. So definitely Disneyland for the win on that one. I'll give her that one hands down. But trick-or-treating. So Samantha talked about how at Oogie Boogie, it was these treat trails and you saw the characters and everything. It's done a little bit differently at Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party 
where you wait and it's not even really lines. You basically walk through for candy at different locations around the park and there's a map where you just walk through for your different treats. Where I think Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party does it better is the allergy friendly because they are very upfront about, you know, you can get these turquoise tokens or teal tokens that allow you to trade that in for more allergy friendly options at a couple of different places around the park. You can also get a special colored treat bag if you have allergies. So I really feel like where the Halloween party at Walt Disney World does better is with allergies. Like Samantha said, the West Coast definitely had more healthy snacks to give out in their treat trails, which we found amusing. Samantha and I are both from the Midwest, so it's a little little different where we live. We like our candy and you know, we're kind of offended when someone tries to hand us carrots for Halloween. But <laughs> I tried so that to give them back, but she didn't want them back. I think she felt offended that I didn't want my bag of carrots. <laughs> Maybe you could have found like Mr. Ed or something. <laughs> Give it to I mean, it's not that I don't eat carrots. I do eat carrots at home. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, you're on vacation. Right. So. Like, I, I mean, it. All in all, I did appreciate that they were at least attempting to say, okay, here, kids, we get that it's Halloween and here's some snacks, but let's not eat all chocolate. (laughs) But I didn't have my kid with me and I wanted all the chocolate. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. So that's one thing I do think. I think that Disneyland definitely was more adult friendly. Like Samantha said, it was definitely more adult focused. There were definitely more costumes, probably due to weather as much as anything. But at Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, I feel like it's more for all ages and more for kids. It's more kid-friendly. Even like the character meet and greets, the costumes that are there are more kid-friendly. So you're going to see the princesses. You're going to see, you know, the Queen of Hearts. You're going to see Stitch dressed up like Elvis. You're going to see different characters than what you're going to get at Disneyland, because it's more focused on villains, you're going to get more of the kid-friendly ones. Some of the best ones at Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, I always love seeing the Winnie the Pooh characters in their Halloween costumes. I think they're always adorable. So definitely more little kid-friendly, I think, at Walt Disney World as far as costumes and how all of that works. As far as overlays, At Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, it's held in the Magic Kingdom. So Space Mountain has an overlay. It's fine. It's not super noticeable, I don't think. Pirates has an overlay where they just add in live characters. So there's live characters added in throughout the experience that make it a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Mad Tea Party has more Halloween lighting and characters out front. So that one has a Halloween overlay. And then Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor also has a Halloween overlay. So they do a special show that is Halloween-themed that is just for the party. And all of those don't start until the party starts at 7. So you can only see those if you are attending the party. like that. So I think that is a little bit different. And the neat thing, I think, at California, though, is, like Samantha said, the Haunted Mansion, but that's in Disneyland Park. So it's not even a part of the Oogie Boogie Bash. It's completely separate. And that overlay is there for all guests. So that's just something kind of that's different and to keep in mind. Whereas the 
overlays at Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party are only turned on for the party itself. So it's not something you get to see unless you have a party ticket. It makes it special. Yeah, it makes mm-hmm. it another thing that's worth your party ticket cost, I think. Mm-hmm. There are, let's see, I think there's 16, no, 12 different treat areas. So I would say that the treats themselves were about equal because you got multiple treats on the treat trails at Disneyland. So I would say they were probably about equal in both parks. There are a lot more shows at Walt Disney World as well. So Walt Disney World does a special not-so-spooky fireworks show that is very popular. They also have a parade that is longer than the one at Disneyland and more kid-friendly. It's not just villains themed, though it does have villains. It also has your normal characters in it and is fun. They also have the Hocus Pocus Villains Spectacular Show, Spelltacular Show, <laughs> that's on the stage at Cinderella's Castle. And they also have some other things going on throughout the night. There's a dance party in Tomorrowland. There's a Disney Junior Jam, which is like a little dance party for the younger kids. The Storybook Circus area. So there's some different things going on and more going on. I also think there's more people at the Walt Disney World one. Disneyland definitely limits the tickets. Those tickets were sold out almost immediately. I think there's definitely less people overall and a lot more people at Walt Disney World, but it still doesn't feel overwhelming. Your ride times are still, you know, 10 to 15 minutes during the party, sometimes even lower. So people are spread out more. It's definitely still limited, but I think it's a bigger space so they can hold more people. So definitely more things for people to do as well. And I guess my last, you know, thing is there are more specialty treats throughout Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. So at Disney California Adventure, there were some specialty treats. We honestly didn't eat a ton of them. We were busy doing all the other things. But at Walt Disney World, they released an entire like guidebook just to these treats at the Halloween party. So I did try several of them when I was there. I made it a priority to do so. They had a Banks the Cat, like cat paw thing with a little Banks thing. It didn't taste that good, but it was super (laughs) good. We also had like candy corn cake, kind of like a yellow pound cake. And then they put drizzle on it and little candy corns, but it looks like an ear of corn. My kids thought that was really cool. But they had lots of different options. I I would say there were probably 40 or 50 different options at Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party for specialty treats during the party. So that's kind of a neat extra if you're a Disney foodie. Yeah. So there are a ton of like Disney foodies. You know, there's, it's, you know, so uh, I like that the Halloween party caters to those type of people. And yeah, some of them may not you know, different tastes. Everybody has different tastes, but I like how they always make their treats very pretty and like Instagram worthy. <laughs> so yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, my picture was great. It tasted <laughs> not so great, but it my picture was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean it is really good. So it's like this is an honest review, you know. Obviously I was not, you know, paid for this a review. So that's good. I like that. So you know, like I said, I have been to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. 
I think the the Boutiou Parade, which is the parade they have specifically for the party, is probably one of my favorite parades, like of all of Disney World. Because like you said, it has the villains, but it also has the classic characters that you know that you that are kid friendly that all your all of your kids, you know, love. So they'll see their favorites on the parade. I also have like, you know, just they got like Vanellope and they've got, you know, all these interesting characters that you don't see year round. You only see during Halloween time. And I like that. You guys made it really hard. Like, I don't know which Well, one. I'll be honest. I can't pick a favorite either, really. No. I mean, I argued for Walt Disney World, but I really enjoyed both. So, yeah. I think well, that... I Go ahead. They both, have, they both have their different qualities. And... In general, Disneyland is so much smaller that the party footprint is smaller and it feels much more manageable than trying to go. And I have not, I will be honest, I've not been to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, but my experience with Boo Bash last year was that um, the trick or treat areas were so spread apart, which was fine for me, but my six year old at midnight was just done walking and he didn't want to go trick-or-treating anymore because the trick-or-treat area was at the very back of the park Mm -hmm. so for him he would have really enjoyed the footprint of oogie boogie bash better because things were more they were closer together so you didn't have to walk so far in between each trick-or-treat area but i also felt it was a little more disorganized so i will say that even though i'm rooting for oogie boogie bash here we got a map when we first entered the park, but it didn't list the characters on there. So you would stand uh-huh. in line and not even know what you were in line for. You just saw a line. Okay. Or you'd have a cast member who's on this treat trail because they didn't have it designated on the map or signage out. So it did feel a little bit more disorganized. If you wanted to meet somebody specific, you had to do a little more research than it just wasn't presented to you with your information when you entered the park. I think my decision is going to really come down to the fact that, and so the winner in, in my, I say winner, like in quotes, but like, it's cause like I said, they're both amazing. will probably be the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. And that's simply because of the fact that, you know, they have the Hocus Pocus show, they have the fireworks show, they have the character meet and greets, they have the trick-or-treating, they have so many things that you can do in addition to the rides that, you know, have very low wait times. So they have something for everybody. And like with me, I am typically not a parade person, although I do love the Boo to You parade and that's my favorite and I will watch it. So like with me, my family loves to, the rides. So we like the the lower crowds and the low wait times on the rides. But one of the things that I love about these parties is the fact that, you know, we're ride people and we're character people. And you can meet so many characters at these parties. And if you're a character person, if your children love characters, this uh, parties and these, you know, are one of the best ways to fill up your autograph book. And um, that's one of the things I love about, you know, the Mickey's not so scary and that like the Walt Disney World parties. And also one of the things that is kind of neat about Walt Disney World is that, you know, they have the fireworks shows that are specific to the party. And then they have so like, you know, but 
they also have, you know, fireworks dessert parties as well that you can sign up and purchase on top of your, your party ticket. So you can go to the party and then you can have a viewing location, you know, a special viewing location for the fireworks show, which is kind of neat as well. If you want to just make your party night extra special and then, you know, you get desserts included in that ticket as well. So that's really neat that they offer that as well. So I think that I would pick the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, although I think my kids would probably like Oogie Boogie <laughs> because like, like um, Samantha said that, you know, the footprints better. And I have Nightmare Before Christmas fanatic kids. They love, you know, Jack Skellington and Oogie Boogie. Actually, Nolan is going to be Jack Skellington for Halloween. And he's got his treat bag, has Oogie Boogie on it. Like he is, he's set already. Um, and we still have a month away. So <laughs> he loves it. And I'm, I will go to Disneyland during this time for Oogie Boogie, but also because I really, I got some FOMO with you guys talking about Haunted Mansion, uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas Haunted Mansion. I really, I have to see it. I have to. So I'm going to so, do it. Can I just say that the last time we did a debate episode, I lost <laughs> and Jamie won. So I feel like there's a little bit of, you know, something going on here. No, no, it's not. You have to make skills. I have a master's in political science. <laughs> So even when it's, you know, Walt Disney World or whatever, I, I, I do have those skills. She can, which, which, which means that what she's trying to say is that she's really good at arguing and I am persuading people to her side. So, my always. husband would say the same about myself, but that's a different, <laughs> that's a different topic. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like I said, they're both winners. You know, I just had to pick one just based on um because that's you know that's the rule apparently that we both you know we all made up so i had to pick one but they're all winners and i really liked this nice comparison of the two parties and it really just comes down to preference it comes down to location you know if you're on the west coast and it's easier to get to disneyland you have an amazing party that you can go to and the same can be said if you're you know located closer to the east coast so yeah. I do think it's important to note that if you are on the West Coast or want to make a trip to the West Coast next year for Oogie Boogie Bash, these tickets sold out within like an hour of being available for the entire season. So the day that they go on sale, you want to make sure that either you are in line or your travel agent is aware that you want these tickets because they're not going to be available long. So I mean, I think it was, what, maybe two hours after they went on sale when one of our other agents decided she was going to join us, and the entire season was already sold out. Oh, wow. And that just goes to show that they don't, they're not selling that many tickets per night. So it is going right. to be more intimate, you know, less crowded event, which is kind of nice. So thank you, ladies, for indulging me in my absolute favorite topic to talk about, which is Disney. <laughs> It'll, I had a lot of fun. And thank you, all of you, for taking the time to listen to today's Travel Tidbit podcast. You can find all of our Pineapple Escapes agents on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com. 
Our site includes a link to all of our travel tidbits episodes, plus information about all of our agents and links to our social media. We would love to have you join our community. Thanks. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.